Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve Larson. Available wherever fine podcasts are. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, little notify bell next to it. Make sure you're always getting your new Going in our content, we're also available wherever fine podcast app can be found, or wherever fine podcast can be found, if it's a podcast app or whatever you're listening to it on, and Spotify. Yeah, we're on a lot of uh, audio podcast type apps. Yeah. I won't say all of them, because I don't know all of them that exist, but we're on a lot of them, including Spotify now. It's very exciting. There might be some, like, you know, European ones or something that we're not on. We've got much more space over here. We do, because we kicked the camera before we started. This is my... ruined everything. Did you notice that before we started? Yep. I, why wouldn't you have said something? I thought you turned the camera to, to acknowledge it. What? You kicked it, and you acknowledged that you kicked it, I thought. I didn't know how it affected the frame until we started. We're also on Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We've got these great reward tiers. At the $20 month tier, not only do you get to have, if you want, your video question featured on Matt Chat, which is our Sunday show, but you also get this comic book. It's a going in raw comic book. A brand new adventure. It's part of the Friendo Care Package, which includes a poster, some stickers, and a couple postcards, too. We're also at Pro Wrestling Tees. Look at all those shirts. Get that out of here. Professional too much stuff going on there, man. What the heck? Well, I carry a heavy load. Anyways, Wait, uh, let's, talk about, there. let's talk about uh, the news. This, this, is a, this is the Friday no, episode. We're talking about the dirt well, sheet. carry a heavy load thing? Um, what? You being passive aggressive? I'm not being. What are you oh, talking about? Man. I'm not saying, like, you give me that. You better take the bass out of your voice. You think glasses, Steve? <laughs> will knock your teeth I out? I can't take the bass out of my voice. It's the natural timbre of my voice. I'll put some teeth in your mouth. How about that? I have plenty of those. I mean, like chiclets. So you knock the teeth out of my mouth. <laughs> nah, man, I'd never do that. I'm a lover, Larson, not a fighter. What's your favorite Gene Hackman movie? So, uh, Ray Mysterio might be coming back to WWE. Okay, let's so yeah, we've got a lot of news <laughs> there. A lot of, of there's a lot to unpack in today's show because there's not a whole lot of clarity in what's going on in the wrestling world, it seems like, if the dirt sheets to be believed because everybody's saying different things. You know, okay, so this is it's actually wildly entertaining it is. to get on Twitter and see all these like dirt sheet wrestling, oh I know this and you know that and you're crap at this. It's wrestling. I know. Like it's so stupid. You know that Vince McMahon's mind changes on a whim. 
And but everybody likes to poke old Lou wrestling observers said this and this guy said this and Justin Brasso said this. And then so, Dave Meltzer comes back and says, That's not what I actually said. I was misquoted. People took my speculation for something for a fact. Yeah. Anyway, let's start from the beginning of this whole Ray Mysterio story, whether he's gonna face John Cena at Mania or not. Um so on what was it Tuesday, I guess, during uh, SmackDown, I believe. Yeah. Um Sports Illustrated's Justin Brasso reported that quote Ray Mysterio was finalizing his return to WWE, which includes a match at WrestleMania thirty four the deal is expected to be complete by the end of this week. Um, he continued that uh, uh, Mysterio's opponent for Mania was Cena. In fact, Cena requested to work with two competitors at Mania. Uh, I would like to work with either... Uh, uh, hey, John. It's Vince. Hello, Vince. Who do you want to work with at Mania? Well, if, uh, if it was up to me, I'd work with either uh, Smojo, fine, fine wrestler. He's injured. Well, not, if that's the case, then uh, Rey Mysterio. Uh, he uh, came back at the Royal Rumble, made a great splash. Uh, most of you clip on YouTube from that event, I believe. And so I'd like to work with him. All right, I'll see what I can do. Um, and then uh, Justin Barrasso also notes that uh, Undertaker ruled out of this year's WrestleMania. Now, uh, PW Insider was able to confirm that Mysterio and WWE were in talks for a return, but they cannot confirm that he was set to take on Cena at Mania. Um, and they also disputed uh, Barrasso's report that Mysterio was backstage at SmackDown. Um, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter notes that Mysterio was backstage at a SmackDown house show oh. in San Diego on Monday, but mentions, quote, all the key people would have been at Raw in Anaheim that night. Now to we need we need like a conspiracy board. I know there's a lot to wrap your head around this because this is just one part of this whole thing. We need the board with the pictures, <laughs> you know, uh, thumbtacks in, in the middle with the red string. Undertaker, Mysterio, Samoa Joe all have red strings. Yeah, all Cena. the various connections, all this. Okay, so uh, uh, there's this story. No Undertaker at Mania. Right now, this is from Dave Meltzer, Wrestling Observer Newsletter. He says, quote, Cena versus Undertaker is still the mania plan, or at least was at the time Cena did the interview, uh, his promo on Monday. And we've heard nothing different. The only way that would change would be if Undertaker gets hurt in training or for some reason pulls out of the show. Okay, can I just say this? There's too, too many of these damn dirt sheet reporters are qualifying what they're saying. Barrasso said, um, Mysterio's opponent at WrestleMania is currently, currently. scheduled. Currently scheduled to be John Cena. Uh, uh, wrestling Observer. Cena versus Taker is still the mania plan, or at least it was at the time Cena did the interview, and we've heard nothing different. I want somebody to bet all, put all, in, thing, all though, your chips. When did Cena do his promo? Monday Night Raw. Yeah? Yeah. When did the story about Mysterio come out? Tuesday night, Smackdown. Yeah. Maybe Vince changed his mind Monday night, Tuesday morning. It's impossible. Or it's, very, it's, it's, it's very possible. It's plausible. Maybe he changed it on Wednesday, too. Today's Thursday. Maybe he changed it today. He That's it three what Vince McMahon does. Um, WrestleVotes is a Twitter account that has uh, gotten some scoops in the past. Um, they're also sticking by this Cena versus Undertaker match at Mania. Um, this is what they posted to Hold their... Hold on. What? What in the... Who is WrestleVotes? Yeah, they've, they've been around for a little bit. They broke some stories. I don't recall you ever using them as a yeah. source for the dirt sheet. Yeah, we have before. All right, go ahead. Continue. All right, go ahead. Do your searching. 
Um, three tweets in particular. This is what uh, this account had to say. Quote, personally, so this is what one person's opinion. Mm-hmm. See, look at that. Three different things. <laughs> Including today's. Okay. Yeah. Personally, again, this is Russell Votes. This is their opinion, speculation. I believe the Mysterio Cena rumors are being fed to Sports Illustrated as a way to make people truly believe Undertaker oh, isn't coming. Oh, no. I'd be stunned if Mysterio versus Cena happened at Mania. Eventually, the lights will go out on Cena. It is coming. Um... Russell Votes also adds, a source has told them, quote, don't be surprised to see Ray at Mania. I'd be very surprised if he worked with Cena, though. And finally, Russell Votes adds, uh, the Undertaker-Cena program has been shifted to SmackDown Live as it builds. It may lead or to Raw at times, but to be decided. Um, and then speculation, Undertaker tonight in L.A., which didn't happen on SmackDown. Didn't happen. Or two weeks in Indianapolis. Don't expect the first time we see Taker again to be next week in Green Bay. A lot to unpack here. Who to believe? What not to believe? Um, so I, at one point, Barrasso also on Twitter said that he's got, I think, three or four sources. That's why he was so confident in his Rey Mysterio at SmackDown story. Um, so it would be interesting if WWE reached out to his three or four sources to all give him this misinformation. Yeah. That would suck for him. I know. You know? Like, how could we, as... Respected members of the wrestling regurgitation community. I know. We need to know what sources we can trust to regurgitate, right? right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who are we supposed to repeat? Let, let me ask you this, though. Can you think of another instance where the WWE uh, put forth such a, 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 a thorough misinformation campaign? We need to keep track of these things. I know, because I can't recall anything offhand. Let's say it hasn't happened. But uh, here's the thing, though. It's not only happening with The Undertaker. No, there's a whole other story. story is what's the deal with Brock Lesnar? Yeah, I don't know. Again, from Sports Illustrated. This is what they had to say about this Lesnar maybe or maybe not no-showing Raw. Like, I feel like somebody needs to... If, if this all turns out to be misinformation fed to Sports Illustrated, somebody's going to need to give Justin Brasso a giant hug. I know. Because that sucks. That's like having your dick out there. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, man, I've got four sources and they're all assholes tell, feeding me fake info. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the king of fake news if that's the case. I know. Oh, man, that would suck. That would suck. They need to give him some good, juicy, real stuff. I know. Anyways, this is what uh, Justin Brass would say about the Lesnar situation. Quote, Lesnar was scheduled to be at... Lesnar was scheduled to be at Raw, but the Universal Champion is already over his contractual dates. Lesnar is also well aware that he's losing the title of Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. I mean, everybody's aware of that. And Lesnar is far more interested in discussing his next contract than being a team player on his prior deal. And the newsletter this week, Meltzer laid out in, in detail how Lesnar's negotiation tactics this time around mirrored what he did three years ago. Um, now, whether that's something... Again, this is could all this is all could be a complete elaborate work down to Lesnar taking a picture with Dana White. It's like the WWE went and looked at the beats of what happened last time, which would probably shoot and said, let's just emulate this, put down people's mind that Lesnar's coming back. You know, like he's a mercenary who's just wrestling for the money, doesn't care about the business at all. We'll portray Reigns as this guy who loves the business in his blood. You know, his, his family's been in this business for, for decades. Get him over that way. Entirely plausible. Here's why this feels like, what you just said is exactly right. Here's why this bit sounds like misinformation, sounds like planted information. Because Reigns went out there and delivered an obviously scripted promo about Brock Lesnar feeding this narrative to the fans uh, for feeding the storyline going into WrestleMania that Brock Lesnar is hiding behind his contract, et cetera, et cetera. I, I mean, I... 
And so then that Sports Illustrated reports this, that he's over his, he already knows he's over his contracted dates, and he'd rather uh, negotiate his new contract. He'd rather play hardball. He's basically holding Universal title hostage in the biggest, in the, in the biggest buildup of the year to WrestleMania. Yeah. I just, I don't know that that wouldn't just completely piss off the WWE. I know. Here's another thing to, to think, uh, to, to consider here. Uh, Paul Heyman posted a thing on Instagram confirming that Lesnar will show up for his obligated appearance at a house show in Chicago this weekend. He used the term contractually obligated uh, appearance mm-hmm. or something to that extent, um, which seems to kind of reference the Sports Illustrated thing. Yeah, and also, so this is... Um, this right here is kind of a throwaway thing, but we can talk about it. The fact that Dana White said um, he expects uh, the, the odds for Lesnar to return to the UFC to be very, very, very good. That could be, look, Dana White and Brock Lesnar are friends. It could be Dana White. I mean, I'm sure Dana White would love to have Brock Lesnar back into the fold, but it could also be Dana White trying to help out Brock Lesnar with his negotiation with WWE. I don't could know. Be, I don't know. There's a lot of layers of the story. Because here's the next thing. Here's the next thing that makes me think the entire thing is a work. Because uh, I mean, maybe Brock would have reached out to Heyman in advance. But uh, Wrestling Observer states there is no way Heyman wouldn't be at the show unless he knew ahead of time he wasn't supposed to be. So that indicates it was an angle. Um, it also indicates to me that now Paul Heyman is on a contract with the WWE. I'm sure he he's supposed to have his contracted dates that he's supposed to be there. If Lesnar decided to no-show, even if he said, hey, Paul, I'm not going to show up, I'm not sure Heyman would would still not show up also yeah, if he's contracted to be I there. Know, uh, the newsletter uh, talked quite a bit about how, how tight Lesnar and Heyman are in terms of especially business dealings. And they mm-hmm. said Heyman, I think, negotiates a lot of Lesnar's stuff for him, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. But I'm not sure that Heyman would... I don't know. I mean, he's I know, it's like, one thing. It's one thing for Lesnar to, to to hold out as a negotiation tactic, but another thing for Heyman to do the same. Right. I mean, he's not making nearly as much. I think no. I remember his contract was in the three hundred thousand ballpark. Oh, Heyman. Yeah, I think that's what I remember it being. I could be wrong about that, but I don't know. It'd be weird if he was like, "Oh yeah, I'm not gonna." You know, Brock called me. I'm not gonna show up either. Yeah. You know, I mean, does he want to poison his well with WWE, knowing that? I mean, I know he's got his advertising thing, but mm-hmm. I'm assuming he doesn't want to. You know, piss off people if he doesn't have to. I know. Um, and on top of that, like, if he were to show up, you know, if Lesnar said, if Lesnar's like, "Hey, no, I'm not showing up," and Heyman's like, "Well, I, you know, I kind of need to because of my contract." And he does show up. They still could have used Heyman in because he is his advocate. That's yeah, his job. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I just it it smell it smells like a big work to get Roman over. That's the, that's the I game know. plan. They wanted I to know. get Roman over. And what happened when he delivered that promo? Got People over. popped. People popped. They yeah. liked it. They liked that stuff. Yeah. Some reason I can't find the newsletter uh, Melster mentioning about uh, Heyman doing a lot of uh, the. Negotiating stuff from I thought I read that, but I guess I'm sorry. I was incorrect on my yeah. part. I can't find it off here. So anyways, I don't know. I mean, the, the entire thing smells like a big work to me. Yeah. But then when I see, you know, Lesnar, Lesnar wasn't there because Lesnar was scheduled to be at Raw. No, I believe, I believe that there is a possibility that there was, you know, a, a scripted confrontation, whether mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. WWE maybe saw, hey, we can... We can use this. This is the storyline we want to go with. Yes. And, you know, it's funny that in the, in the newsletter, Meltzer called the, the finish to the men's elimination chamber exactly the way I think you and I both saw it. I know I certainly did. 
in that you want Roman Reigns to be the guy who's over, and yet you treat him like absolute crap at the finish of the match, not making him look strong at all versus Braun Strowman. Why are you going to – you're just completely, you know, hampering what the fans want to see in terms of somebody going into WrestleMania. Um, Maybe maybe they're like, man, you know – we need we need to get Roman over somehow, mm-hmm. and that didn't accomplish things. Mm-hmm. Having Braun Strowman beat the crap out of him didn't accomplish things. Hey, this is a good idea. Maybe we'll just go this route, cause controversy, and uh, and you know we'll draft up this confrontation, or they had it scripted already, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they scrapped it. I don't know, but uh, but I mean it's certainly it's certainly interesting. And to be honest with you, I kind of appreciate the idea that they're. You know, Meltzer also mentions in the newsletter that Strowman was pulled from the Miz IC thing yeah. to be potentially a backup in case Lesnar just plays super hardball and they can't get him to actually show up to WrestleMania, I guess. Right. Or something happens with the Roman Reigns, John Bravo, Richard mm-hmm. Rodriguez steroid business. Yeah. Yeah, Braun, you can put him in there. Yeah. So, what, I mean, if, both, what if both those things happen? Braun. They just can give the belt to Braun. Yeah, they give to Braun. They'll make a new yeah. Braun belt. Yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, I forgot where I was going with all that. I don't know. I'm but still trying to find this thing about him. I'll put it this way. It's interesting. I mean, it's, 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 if it's, if it's a huge misinformation campaign from the WWE. It's pretty elaborate. With Cena and Lesnar, that is the most elaborate that I think we've probably ever seen. Yeah. Oh, no. Sonny's been arrested again? No news. Sonny. Oh, is that what it said? Yeah. So the last year, I remember Meltzer was like, he had the entire WrestleMania card, I swear, like two months before the actual show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They thought, okay, we're going to put some misinformation out there mm. um, in the event just to kind of muddy the waters a bit so it was a little more unpredictable. Yeah. I mean, we did hear that... Uh, um. Oh, I lost my train of thought. Sorry, hey, let's continue. Yeah. Anyway. I'm trying to do like three things. Okay, don't just, no, it's like I swore I, was, I read that bit about Heyman managing Lesnar's business stuff in the newsletter, or handing his negotiation. Maybe I read that someplace else. Yeah, probably somewhere else, because I read the entire newsletter this morning. I didn't see that. All right. So I thought I read that somewhere. So if it's true, cool. If not, my apologies. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess we can hope maybe that, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't like, I don't like. If if it's true that Brock is doing this, man, that, I mean, it, it gets the you know mission accomplished. I really don't like Brock even more now. I know, <laughs> you know, I know. I mean, that's that's. I think if if, oh. I mean, he did play hardball last time, and it worked out in his favor. Yeah, I'm trying. I don't. I don't remember the specifics though. I don't remember like um, was his contracted dates up before then. That I don't know, but he was. You know, he was. He was very publicly. Entertaining the no-show of signing with UFC and yeah, and I mean I know he showed up. I know I'm, he no-showed a RAW or he walked out of a RAW to go to a UFC thing or yeah, something yeah, like I that. Think that's what. Oh, it was from Sports Illustrated. Heyman, Heyman helps manage Lesnar's bookings and negotiates his deals. Yeah, but is that misinformation? Again, I don't know. <laughs> I knew I read it somewhere, so I make sure I wasn't going insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I don't know. It is very interesting. I you know in a couple of months we'll know hopefully the truth. Yeah, I mean I would have a really hard time believing. Like is so is Lesnar is his contracted dates? No, somebody's not. Is is somebody not keeping tabs on that? No, I, I believe I think I read this before. Is is he has contracted dates 
a minimum he has to fulfill to get whatever's laid out in his contract. Anything above and beyond that, yeah, I kind of remember that. More for. I kind of remember that, yeah. But if he's in a position now where he's using that as a leverage to show up at all, mm-hmm. then he, he, I'm sure he can just say no. Is it possible we're going to not see any Brock Lesnar between now and WrestleMania? Well, he's going to do the house show in Chicago this weekend. He's going to do that. Can they just put the TV cameras on him? Sure. Or just put I think that'd be great. That would help Reigns a ton. Oh, if he just didn't show up? Yeah. yeah. I, know. I know. Does every week Reigns go out there and say, see? Yeah. He doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't care about any of you. He doesn't care about this business. He didn't really care about that title. He just cares about his money. Yeah, we're still a month out from Mania. I know. That's a long ways to go without. I mean, it'd be like, remember how crappy the Undertaker Bray Wyatt thing? Bray, it was comical. Bray Wyatt was literally talking to a casket or something. Yeah, I know. Or like an urn. Yeah. It was really lame. Yeah, it was. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure how much, like, you know, how entertaining Roman Reigns is going to be out there just by himself, just waiting for Brock Lesnar to show up. I still think the idea of having Roman Reigns do the Lex Express thing, mm-hmm. a journey across America from where they ride from, oh, they're in L.A., from L.A. to New Orleans in a bus, you know, stopping off and looking Mont- for on the lookout. Last well, for Brock Lesnar. about a detour to go from L.A., go all the way up to Canada <laughs> to right, find Brock, exactly, yeah. and then drive all the way down to New Orleans. Do like a little documentary type thing that they show clips of every week yeah. where he like, you know, lands in Canada. He, he he interviews some residents of the town that he, he lives near. Yeah. And it's like, hey, have you seen Brock Lesnar? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, what's your name? Big dog. I know. Not if you heard, but uh, WWE is my yard. <laughs> He's like, what's WWE? You know, like Hulk Hogan and all that? WWE. You know what Stampede Wrestling is. <laughs> there you go. It's really the same thing, but it's not. Have you heard of Montreal Screwjob? Ooh. Whoa. Anyways, I don't know. It's it's really silly. The silliest thing about it, the, the best thing about it is grown-ass men arguing over who's right about, like, the inside sources. Oh, I know. My inside sources have no, you don't. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, man, it's great. And then we get to, I don't know, then we get to yell about it, too. Yeah, I guess so. Anyways. Uh, we did, we just regurgitate, though. That's all our job is. We don't, <clears throat> we don't have to break any stories. I know, I know. We analyze. I mean, that's like that's the most professional thing you can call it, analyzing. But just, or I like ridiculing. No, analyzing. Or critiquing. Critiquing. Well, critiquing is more like, you know, critiquing a work of art. There's no art in this. Not on the journalism aspect of things, anyways. Uh, let's talk about TV deals, because that's yeah, always exciting. Riveting stuff riveting to talk about. Conversation. Um, so let's all start it back on SmackDown. Can um, I just say, I'm actually really impressed. I was going to suggest I do most of the reading today because you ate a lot for lunch. Oh, it's a salad, though, so I'm not going to be burping I as much. I thought you'd be, like, super burpy. No, nah, I usually would eat heavy stuff. Okay, well, that's good. I am sleepy, though, so... You know, I well, I can't tell. Oh, okay. I, I mask it well. Anyways, uh, Sports Illustrated writer uh, Richard Deitch, Deitch, um reported on Twitter that there was a number of Fox Sports executives as well as Colin Cowherd. <laughs> I know. Um, that were sitting ringside during this past week's SmackDown. Yeah, that I saw he posted like an Instagram or some tweet or something. Oh uh, like yeah, he, he was on his radio show. Apparently, it was oh I love wrestling now. Yeah, yeah, he's been bad mouthing wrestling that for years. years. What a turd bucket that guy is. Yeah, get out of here with that. Yeah, but anyways, um, so of course you know we've talked in, in previous episodes about uh, WWE's television contract expiring next year. Uh-huh. Um, they, we've heard talk of sports. Sorry, Fox Sports. Um, being interested in obtaining WWE's broadcast rights. Well, today, Sports Illustrated is reporting that sources have told them that, quote, 
Fox Sports is preparing to make a major push to take WWE TV rights away from the USA Network with the idea, quote, to air WWE Raw on the Fox broadcast channel with Tuesday Night SmackDown Live going to its FS1 Sports cable channel. Now, in one sense, this is great. It's going to put Raw in millions more households. Mm -hmm. Um, But putting SmackDown on uh, Fox Sports 1 is going to suck because it's going to be, without a doubt, the B show. Okay, I'm going to take the positive aspect of this. I'm going to try to be uh, optimistic about this, or at least put an optimistic spin on this. It would give them a definite reason to rebrand SmackDown Live in a way that is distinctly different from Raw and not just feel like a B show. That is a really positive way to spin it. I'm, I don't, I'm not positive or, or it's confident a bit on, it's going to happen. Yeah, it's a bit on the fantasy land side. Yeah. I'll admit that completely. However, you're right. It would be totally the B show, and nobody would want to go there anymore. Um, you would I, go back to you would harken back to how things were when Raw was on USA and SmackDown was on what Sci-Fi. Yeah. Well, in addition to that, the the, the thing is also uh, Raw would be going. So I've also heard that you know they they bring Raw down to two hours. So that's even less time. Raw is already stacked with talent, and we've been, you know, you know, uh, shouting their praises for a little while now because Raw creatively has been fantastic. Mm-hmm. But there, there's there's got to be some pressure release there. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, and I I'm not even sure from Raw even at this point. Look, they even got rid of the cruiserweights from Raw, and. I don't know. It hasn't. None of it really has felt like filler lately. I know. I mean, maybe you've had one too many Titus Worldwide versus C-Bar matches. Maybe. Um, and I know they do way too many recaps. But I don't know. I mean, something's got to give. Here's, you're bring here's, down here's how, how, you, how you, you help the, all that. Two-hour NXT. Make that the true third brand arrival Raw on SmackDown. That's how you. That's how you do that. Okay, but the thing is, NXT already has enough talent for two hours. Yeah, I know. Because we don't see them every single week. Yeah. So the, how is that going to help Raw? And well, you don't have to worry about the influx of new talent coming up at regular intervals. They'll stay in NXT. Oh uh, yeah, I know. But it's NXT. Then NXT is going to get stale. One of the great things about NXT is that it's always well, bringing up going to get people. stale because I, there's there's. Me you want to see Alistair Black in NXT for three years? If it's if it's if the profile of the the brand is raised, yeah. I'm not saying that Alistair Blast going to be at NXT for the duration of his career. There'll be some moving between brands, but it won't be a one-way movement. It won't be NXT talents going up to Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not huge. The, the, the thing is, the thing is, dude, you still are going to have one hour missing from their. Well, I don't think that's the way to do it because it, what you're suggesting is you'd have to be bringing, you'd have to do like include NXT in the superstar shakeup, so like John Cena will be on NXT. Yeah, that would never happen. Number one, that would never happen. But number two, I don't want to see that. I like NXT the way it is. All right. NXT's really good the way I it is. I think NXT's focus could still be on the up-and-coming newer talent to WWE, but it, it, it won't strictly be that. I think they call it a third brand. The one thing they have. It is a third brand. But it, it's, it's still the, viewed as the developmental brand. Yeah, I know, but the... Okay, dude, you know how that's going to play out, though. It's going to be a dumping ground. Not necessarily. Do you really think Vince McMahon is going to put AJ Styles on NXT? It, not tomorrow, but give it three or five years. It's not going to do it. Unless, unless NXT was brought up to like another Fox Sports channel. Yeah, it would necessitate that at some point, yeah. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I love the idea of Raw on the proper Fox channel. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Yeah. But, um, and I love the idea of Raw as two hours. I just don't know. I mean, yeah, SmackDown would be like a super B show. And, I mean, I don't know. Maybe maybe having all the best talent on Raw and then, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who you'd send to SmackDown. I don't know, I don't know how you'd do that. You have, there's, Dude, Raw has, what, seven, no, six legitimate main eventers in the men's division? I know. In the women's division across the, the main two shows, you've got, I mean, crap, you've got two people who absolutely have to be protected, Ronda Rousey and Asuka, plus Nia Jax are trying to protect her. Charlotte can't be unprotected. And you have Sasha and Sasha Bailey. and Bailey. And Becky Lynch. And Becky Lynch. That's, I mean, that's just a lot of talent mm-hmm. to have a true B show. Yeah, I know. Because it would be a B show. I mean, the, here's, here's the way it would work. The only way it would really work, in my opinion, is if they really fixed, if they had Paul Heyman circa 2003 Three. writing SmackDown, if SmackDown was sort of the destination show for like, oh man, they don't have like the biggest names there. Yeah. But, you know, if like Rollins is anchoring that show, and you've got some really, really good... T- if you make that like the... You know, one show is the marquee. Kind of what they originally thought it was going to be. Raw is the marquee show. SmackDown's the wrestling show. Yeah. Doing it that way that like, you know, they've got like really, really strong creative. Yeah. But it's already a B show the way it is. Yeah. It feels that way. So they would, the creative. they would have to like put, you know... I think people talk about, about talk a lot about that Ryan Ward fella. You know, if he's best writer... Put him on SmackDown and see what he can do. Well, he was. With all he was. He was the lead writer right. of SmackDown yeah. after the when it was split. good. Yeah. When it was good. I don't know where he's at now. I don't know if he's still there. If he's on Raw, I haven't heard either way. Yeah, I do know that he was heading creative for Mixed Match Challenge, and he yeah. was the head writer in NXT for a long time. SmackDown would be. How about this? You can't leap directly from NXT to Raw. SmackDown becomes the mid-level that's, that's AAA, huh? The mi- yeah, yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, you go from NXT to SmackDown and then get called up to Raw. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to do that. I'm sure they'll figure it out. I guess so. I'm not the guy with the answers, man. Same. I don't have the answers. Proposing ideas, but again, that's not my that's not my forte. That's not my get make my money for. Look, man, they don't pay me to do that shit. No, that's for Triple H and Vince and Kevin Dunn and all them to figure out, not us. How much does the WWE make now on money on a uh, hundred sixty? And they're looking for four hundred million dollars. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of money. Man, with all that money, a they can sign even more lots talent and lots of money. So sporting news continued. Quote, Fox is definitely trying to get WWE. They'll pass on UFC, then use Raw for Fox Broadcasting and FS1 content instead of source. Um, Ooh, they, they, no. they mentioned the $400 million uh, mark that both WWE and UFC are trying to get, and they say that, quote, Fox is more likely to fork over that kind of money for WWE than for UFC said sources. Would UFC be – let me ask you this. So let's say they start – so you got Raw, you got SmackDown. Let's say they do the thing that I really wanted them to do. The TV 14 ECW, mm. right? They put that on the network, I guess. Put that on FX. Put that on... Oh, that's a great idea. I forgot they have FX. Mm-hmm. Put that on FX. FX didn't get bought out, but they didn't get partioned out to... I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe the production aspect, but the actual network should still belong like to Fox. The probably belongs to Fox. So you put that on there. Would WWE still be like a desired location for people, knowing that they'll they might end up on it? Well, FX is rad. I love FX. That's yeah. a great channel. They have yeah. lots of good stuff. Did you ever see that Taboo show? No, the one with the Tom Hardy. No, you got to check it out. Yeah, no, there's a lot there's of shows a, that need to check out. It's fantastic across the board. 
the attention to detail with the set design. Oh, it's immaculate. Anyways, um, and I mean, knowing that you might be on just the network or just FX, is WWE still? God, it's just it's too many people come up. I know. I know. Give me a headache. Speaking of more people, like more talent. great talent. More right here. talent. Two great ones, according to Dave Meltzer, the Wrestling Observer himself. Um, he's saying that two major talents have been offered spots in WWE. These talents There's are no room. Keith Lee, definitely. He is a huge individual. But he's great. He is great. Keith Lee is great. I want him in NXT. He is great. And Walter. We saw at PWG. I like Walter. Walter's good. He's he's got some heavy chops on him. Yeah, I mean literally, he chops heavy. He made someone the actual chops. Um, according to uh, the Wrestling Observer himself, um, he's saying they were offered spots to start at the Performance Center in May. Um, quote: The belief within the indie world is Lee is taking it since he's turned down dates after that point in time. But this is one of those things that neither side are even allowed to confirm. It's true. When you saw the Performance Center, you can't say anything about it. Um, he goes on to say, Walter. Uh, less clear. bit more murky for Walter. Yeah. Um, he says, quote, I know that in the past he's told us he's not interested because he's got employee status with the WXW promotion in Europe and runs their school. Um, and I guess he's expressed interest or a lack of interest in the past in moving. Um, and Meltzer also mentions that he's not even that keen on being out of Europe for a long stretch of the time because uh, he, he wasn't that interested in going to New Japan. What did Walter say on Twitter? Walter's like the Steve of wrestling. I don't want to sit at home, man. Go anywhere, Comfort. man. Comfort. I don't want to go anywhere. Uh, anyways, Walter on his Twitter said, "Nobody offered." What is Walter German? German, yes. Nobody offered anything. Not true. All right. <laughs> okay, Walter. Here's the thing about that. If something was offered, if something was offered and he turned it down, I'm not, I'm trying to think like all the scenarios. It sounds like he definitely didn't accept it because he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have said anything. Keith Lee hasn't said anything. Yeah. Makes me think that could be true because generally they just, yeah, nothing. Yes, if it was offered and he turned it down, maybe he would have said, "Yeah, it was offered." What? He did, there's no downside to saying no. Who? Keith Lee? No, Walter. Yeah, especially if 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 you know he is such a huge part of this WX promotion, mm-hmm. WXW promotion in Europe, then it, it you know he has. I'm sure if he you know runs their school, he's got students that are probably anxious about him leaving. So it it behooves them to publicly say, no, not going anywhere. Right, exactly. Um, but yeah, Keith Lee. But if if he was offered something and he turned it down, would 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 he say this or would he say, you know, I've I had an offer. Well, and here's the thing: is, is you know, if you want to parse offered from Meltzer, it could be as simple as someone from WWE, you know, reaching out to Walter and just seeing it as any interest. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. There could not even have been a formal contract offer just saying, hey, you know, you want to come out to the performance center and, and, and work out or talk? No, I'm good. It could be as simple as that. Nothing was offered. Yeah. Yeah. So in, 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 in Walter's sense, yeah, nothing was offered. There was no contract on the table, no offer to come out. Nobody offered anything. Nobody offered everything. <laughs> not true. <laughs> but then, you know, if, if it could just be the way Meltzer is writing the sentence. Maybe Keith Lee was offered mm-hmm. and, like, feelers were sent out to Walter and he just thought, okay, well, I'll just write one sentence saying mm-hmm. that both of them had, you know, like WB's expressed interest in both of them. And that's just the way he worded it. Let me call up the wrestling observer. All right. Himself. Himself. Yeah. I don't have his phone number. Nor do I. Oh. I'm grab an email. No bummer. Yeah. Anyway, he the email he posts on Twitter when he wants the show reports. I would love to see Keith Lee and. Uh, oh, heck yes, man. Bask in his glory. Keith people, Lee is outstanding. People love him, but God, man, there's so many people right now. 
so many. But he people. offers something different than oh, I know. In NXT right now, I mean, yeah, I know. Damo's a, a larger competitor that can do some crazy athletic Triple H, things. He, Triple H is but like Keith in a Lee is next level in terms of doing all sorts of moon salts and Triple crap H like that. Triple H is in a Haas mood these days. Yeah, man. Huh? man, I love these big guys. I know. Where have I been all my life? You know, if I never got into bodybuilding, I'd be a Haas. Yeah. Imagine, imagine Triple H with a huge, huge belly. That'd be awesome. We should make him. Yeah. In 2K. Triple Hoss. Triple. <laughs> you got it. Triple done. Hoss. It's done. <laughs> Already done. Yeah, no, I'd love to see Keith Lee. I think he's, he's yes. had a lot. Yes. It's just so crazy. It's funny now, like, since we've been doing this, and it's like, we still, I mean, we follow the indie scene, like, as much as we can. Yeah. Um, whenever names stand out, they stand out to everybody on the wrestling Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is it is cool to be you know because I didn't know I didn't know who El Generico was back in the day when Sami Zayn first showed I up. I heard the name, but I had no idea. I had heard the name Kevin Steen before mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. Owen showed up, mm-hmm. and then we started doing this, and now we were like you know we have to know everybody. We kind of have to know, have our ear to the ground. So at all it's kind of neat to like see people. Oh, like, yes. you know? We're finally at the point now we're seeing wrestlers on in the Indies develop mm-hmm. get to the point where they get uh, they catch the the attention of WWE and go there. Yeah. It's good stuff. So, like, when Sammy yeah, Guevara eventually signs to WWE in three yeah. years. Yeah, well, I remember that kid. That's how I'm going to talk in three years. I remember him. Yeah, man. He was great. I'm going to get into a really bad accident of some sort and hit my head really hard. And I'll be talking like this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, moving along. Uh, last story. Uh, Again, don't newsletter. me with this shit, man. According to Wrestling Observer himself, talks are back open regarding a Neville return. It's time to revisit the Neville level. Um, with the target being a return in April, I would suspect after Mania, after a new Cruiserweight champion is crowned. He's going to be in the draft. I know. <laughs> They're going to show his picture. No, he's in the draft. No, he's going to walk out like he like he did after he lost the Cruiserweight title. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like he hasn't slept in a week. Okay, this here's the thing. Here's the thing about this. When people are in the WWE, I want their heart to be in it. Oh, I know. And it doesn't sound like his heart's going to be in it. Because it says here, he has been looking at leaving but wasn't able to get a release. And it's a bad situation because the company can freeze his contract length if he's not performing. The same reason they were able to keep both Daniel Bryan and Mysterio under contract long after their original deals were to expire. So there's the potential for him to have years left of doing nothing, of only collecting on his guarantee, not, you know, honing his craft or anything, build, building his brand. Yep. But, you know, he comes back, and, yeah, he's going to look like he did at uh, the takeover and when he lost his title. Yep, just miserable. Miserable Neville. And I really want people to have their hearts in it. Me man. too. That's what I want. I want them to want to be there. Me and Neville is some truly inspired stuff. Neville I know. And I want that Neville to return, someone who's, who's, who's into his job. Mm-hmm. But if he's just there because he realized he has no other options, he has no other alternatives. That's sad. That's it like is. some Kafkaesque nightmare. Mm-hmm. Dude. Gotta just get keep churning in the system. I know. <laughs> Maybe you should just say, "Hey, I'm just gonna go back to NXT. Yeah. It's more fun down there." Yeah. Me and Neville on NXT. Yeah, there you go. He's a, he's a he's a cornerstone talent you can build around if you're trying to make NXT on par with Raw yeah, SmackDown. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know what he's gonna do. You know, he comes back. Oh, well, I'm trying to think like how. Do, you know, I just want to get out of here as quick as possible. I still have, like, a year left or whatever, you know? Otherwise, they can freeze me for three. Yeah. So I'm just going to go do a couple moves. Like, no high spot moves. Nothing like that. Two just, kicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 a spin kick. Get your own four moves of doom. A couple elbows right, right. to the rings of Saturn match over. Yeah, there you go. 
Or just say, just job me out, whatever. Yeah. Job me, I don't care. Quicker the better. <laughs> the quicker the better. I'm not paid by the minute. <laughs> I'm paid by the match. Match is going to be eight seconds long. I know, that's fine. I'll take a bro kick, pin me. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Lumbar check, one, two, three. Sure, why not? He comes out in his sweatpants. <laughs> Hoff Neville. <laughs> just stops caring. Neville. <laughs> uh, who wants to see me eat five hot dogs in a row <laughs> right before a match and then throw them all oh, up oh yeah there you go all of a Sami Zayn there you go here you go Sammy. right on impact from Haluva kick Haluva <laughs> kick to the face projectile vomit <laughs> I had a whole sack of Oreos before I came here. What do you mean a sack? Do you mean like a... Because now I just found them in a sack. I had a pillowcase full of Oreos. <laughs> do you know how many Oreos you can fit in a pillowcase? Hundreds. I do. <laughs> Hundreds. Hundreds. <laughs> oh, oh, man, that's good. Oreo Neville. There you go. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is, man. Who wouldn't want to see that? <laughs> Anyways, how are we on time? Right? I don't know. Oh, where are we at? Almost 40 minutes. Oh, is that it? Ah, oh, crap. We should have put up a question thread. This just came across on WrestleZone Early Betting Odds for 2019 Royal Rumble. <laughs> Guess who's the favorite? <laughs> go ahead. Why well, are we not supposed to mention uh, betting odds? This is a year in advance. <laughs> Take a guess who's the favorite so uh, far. Roman Reigns. Close. Braun Strowman. Um, okay, well, that makes sense. That's good. We're going to have a good 2019, I guess. Roman Reigns, and then at 600, plus 600, Styles, Lesnar, Cena, plus 800, Cass, Daniel Bryan, and then Undertaker at 1,000. Well, yeah, man. Cass is going to have a huge return. He's not winning the Rumble, though. Um, yeah, no, but... Can you make on this anywhere? Cass or Daniel Bryan. Man, we got tricked with that this year. Man, CM Punk and Kenny Omega have the same odds, plus 2,000. I'd put Kenny Omega's odds far greater than... He's under contract till the end of January. Oh, they can get out of that. He can get out of that. We'll see. Puts in a good performance at Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, Gronk is, is plus 10,000. Oh, God. Let's see what active wrestler... Oh, of course. Yeah, Kurt Hawkins. Mm-hmm. Plus 25,000. Same as Curtis Axel, Jack Gallagher, or Rhino. Oh, that's funny. Interesting stuff. Somebody's making Elias and Sims. We did that. Yeah, we did that. Remember that? We did that? Yeah, man. All right, I'm going to see if anybody has any questions here. Oh, perfect. Marcus Donerson, do you think The Miz is a future Hall of Famer? Yeah. He's a future headliner. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Um, Used Fool 21, when will Dirty be making his way to rad wrestling? Nobody's made dirty. Mm-hmm. Dirty is a he's a WCW guy. Uh, let's see here, Eddie Alfonso. Any chance of a Roman heel turn after winning the title? Uh, Zero. Yeah. No, there's a chance. Zero. There's a chance. Vince thinks heel turn means not selling merchandise anymore. So I'm going to say no. They need him to do something. He's going to sell merchandise. Uh, Peanut Death 08. If the rumors are true and Rey Mysterio versus Cena happens at Mania. Who goes over, and how will they build it to the match? That is an interesting question in terms of who goes over. Um, if Ray is going to stick around, then there's a better chance he does. But if it's a one-time deal, then Cena's definitely going over. Yeah. 
the, the crowd here's here's what the biggest pop would be. Ray uh, Ray fights the match as underdog mm-hmm. and goes over. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest pop. Mm-hmm. Cena doesn't get. There's no situation where Cena gets a massive pop beating Ray Mysterio. Yeah. If you want to pop, Ray Mysterio goes over after you know a hard fought eighteen minutes wrestling match. as an underdog. And how would they build up the match? What would be the impetus? Well, I mean, Cena, it'd have to revolve around Cena continually saying he has no road left for WrestleMania. Yeah. So it would just be Mysterio, I think, essentially coming out and saying, I'll take you on a mania. Yeah. What's road in which, Spanish? Which will essentially be what Undertaker does if that ends up being the match, too. Yeah. Cena will come out and get all upset after Fastlane, you know, saying, I'm, I'm not going to be at mania now. Lights oh, go out. Hola, Juan. Hit. Hola, Juan. Mi nombre es Rey Mysterio. Yo soy un la... Caratera. De WrestleMania. Ah, WrestleMania. Mm. Oz, too. That's what he said. I'm your road to... I am the road to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, let's see here. The, the S. Just S on Twitter. Who works harder? Production team for each show or the wrestlers? That's a good question. Well, production team works longer. Yeah. The wrestlers work shorter but more strenuous on their bodies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who do you think works? I don't know. I think like the the not necessarily the ring crew. But it depends what your definition of production is. Like people in the production. Well, yeah, there's like there's like labor. You talking about the people who actually set up the set? Right. I mean, because they're exerting a lot of energy physically. It's actual yeah. longer hours than the wrestlers in you know while in the arena. But then you but know then the wrestlers are also. I mean, granted, the road crew's doing that, too. Traveling. Mm-hmm. Then you have, like, the production guys in the truck mm-hmm. expending their brain power. Yeah. That's work. It is work. You know, mm-hmm. and they have to troubleshoot if something goes wrong. Yeah. If a cameraman puts his big, dumb head in all, the shot. And we all say they all work. Curses. It's, 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 it's similar, but uh, different types of work. Varying levels of work. Yeah. Like, I barely consider what we do work. Yeah. Same. But we put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, we spend a lot of time doing we it. We have to do a lot. Yeah. So, earlier today, I had to troubleshoot audio issues with the podcast, the live stream version of the podcast. Uh, Scoops. 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 Wait, really? Scoops? Scoops. Cool. Thoughts on Lucha Underground versus Impact Wrestling show coming up. That's pretty cool. And who will Johnny Mundo slash Johnny Impact, who will he fight for? Why don't they have Johnny Mundo versus Johnny Impact? It's a Spider-Man meme. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, they can't do that. It's the same guy, dude. Same guy. You know, there's there's production tricks they can do. He could do the Joey Janela versus Invisible Man thing. Yeah, <laughs> he could just fight himself. <laughs> there you go. I think it's a great idea, man. I think it's a great idea. I think Impact is finding look. Say what you will about Impact, they're finding creative ways to to keep their brand alive. Yep. Um, they're transitioning into like kind of an indie promotion with a TV deal, and uh, they're bringing in some good talent. Working out their finances apparently is still a problem paying people. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Anyways. Uh, let's see here. Um, Jordan S., would you have uh, the Tokyo Pimp babysit for you? No. I mean, I don't know. I don't know him personally. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the character he plays on TV. Yeah. I mean, I, I'd, I'd like to think that, yes, I would. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I, I'm very particular about who does that. Yeah. Yeah. So I would need I would need references, yeah, all that kind of stuff. 
understand the character aspect of it. That's different than I really don't. I mean, my thing is this: if you were, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really. I don't like having. I don't do babysitters. I'm either here with my kid or my parents do it. Yep. Anyways, uh, do you think? Oh, good question. Luck boy, Dill Bill. Do you think WrestleMania's WWE title arc will be a triple threat? The Universal Championship. Oh, WWE title? WWE title, no. Well, at least the WWE title. I don't think either one's going to be a triple Yeah. Title. I don't think They're so. They're going to be one-on-one matches. Yeah. Now, in the Universal title scene, that might be to be decided in terms of who's actually going to be in the match. Yeah. Uh, Sembi Rowe, is John Cena going to torpedo Nakamura Styles WrestleMania? No. No, he's he's in that match, so it'll help attendance and pay-per-view buys. Here we go. Barry Harmon, how are you doing personally? You guys both seem like genuinely good people. Doing okay? Don't assume that. Well, that's two different questions. How Don't are you doing? That. Yeah. I'm doing okay right now. I'm Tired, doing fine. A little sleepy. I'm not huge on the prospect of us having to travel the next couple of weeks. Yeah. You have like... Out of the next four weeks, you have three weeks of travel. Three weekends of three travel. Three weekends, I'm going to be out of town, yeah. Yelza. I've got two. I'm not super huge on it. I just like being here. I am I am, in, I am. excited about the office, though. Uh-huh. I'm super excited about that. I'm actually annoyed we can't be there next week. Same. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is a loaded question from Nate. What does there Nate a, have to if say? If there was a draft tomorrow, who would go from Raw... The SmackDown and vice versa, and NXT. So who do you anticipate going, moving? All right, last time there was a draft, Raw got first overall pick, and they did the three Raw picks for every two SmackDown picks, right? And Seth Rollins picked first overall, and then Dean was second because he was champion. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Was was that the – who was drafted above – was that the Sam Sam Bowie? Was that the guy drafted above Jordan? Yeah. Yeah. It was – Was Dean Ambrose the Sam Bowie? No. Was he the Greg Oden? No. No? You don't think so? No, I don't think so. Kind of think he was. He should have been fallen in like the twenties. So let's let's say uh, that that holds. Raw gets first pick because it's, it's the A show. SmackDown gets gets second pick. Let's speculate who is Raw going to draft first overall. It's gonna be Roman Reigns, right? Okay, so if they're gonna reload everything, I don't think they're gonna reload everything. They're not gonna have wholesale. Raw's gonna just. Grab Roman. They're going to say, "Hey, we're keeping him." Yeah, he's Universal Champion. They'll keep him. Yeah, that sounds right. But SmackDown, you'd think would take AJ Styles. Oh no, I guess if Nakamura's champ, it'd be Nakamura. It'd be smart of them to keep AJ Styles because they just had that title a million times. They so they'll say that was the first two picks. Reigns. Nakamura as champion would fall to like fifteen, just above Bob Roode and Rusev. That's how they book him on SmackDown. No, I know. <laughs> but if he's, if he's your champ, you got to draft him. <laughs> you For fear of Raw drafting both well, champions. Well, yeah, I'm thinking know? with the, yeah, maybe with the number three pick, Raw's like, okay, we'll take Nakamura Yeah, too. we'll take all the champions. Yeah. Still. Yeah, you can have both hey, tag, tag team titles. I'd still take AJ Styles. I don't care. I'd figure it out later. Yeah. Make a new title. I don't care. Yeah, that's the thing. You make a new title, and then it's like, ah, now you now that's your problem. You have to figure out which one of your titles is a mid-card belt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good job, Raw. So let's, let's speculate three and four then. For Raw, it'll be I guess it'd be between Rollins, well, hold Strowman, on. yeah. Let's just who's or AJ. Who's going to swap brands? Because I can't believe they're going to do a wholesale like the top ten people on each show is going to switch. No, I don't think that's going to be the case. No. Um, Roman will stay. Yeah. Rollins will stay. 
I don't know. See, that's the one thing I don't know. They I just m- made that shirt for him. I might. <laughs> who cares? If it's selling like Rusev Day shirts, then you might have a point. You see, they, they released a third Elias shirt already, and it's ugly. Um, Matt Rollins shirt is already top five. The Monday Night Rollins one. Yeah. So that's his only, his only good-looking shirt. You know, yeah, I know. His shirts are terrible. But he's always a big merchandise seller. It's weird. Um, he's great. I think Rollins goes to SmackDown. All right. Well, but they said Rollins might feud with, Roll- with Reigns. Yeah, we've heard that. What if Strowman gets sent to SmackDown? No. He's, he's their next huge thing. He's not going to go to SmackDown. Well, who from Raw could... I know. I'm Finn, trying to think. Finn could go to SmackDown. Finn, Joe. Yeah. Finn and Joe. And then I don't even know how you get from SmackDown to Raw without losing without a giant... Baron Corbin on Raw? Maybe. They need a true heel there. He needs to change the scenery. He definitely needs to change the scenery. Like Dolph? Who wants to see that crap? Yeah, I mean... Switch IC champions? Miz could use... I mean, he was already on SmackDown. Yeah, he was just there a year ago. Yeah. He's staying on Raw. Bob Root on Raw? I don't know about that. No. I think Bob Root a heel. Yeah. Just do that. Uh, We're at 51 minutes. Uh, we'll go a little longer. Yeah, we can go a little bit longer. I'm just saying. Gabe Jotenblot. I don't even know how to say your name. Gabe. Just Gabe. Asks if you want to mud wrestle. Have you ever seen a live mud wrestling show? They never did that when uh, we went to the Colonial for the B-movies back then. They did that a couple times when me and Big Jim went. They had some mud wrestling. No, never, some, never seen some it firsthand. women mud wrestling. It was fascinating. Um, Cliff Davis wants to know, what can Paul Heyman bring to WWE fans post-Brock Lesnar? If he takes over creative for one of the shows. Don't tease me, man. That'd be so great. That'd be so awesome. Okay, here's what you do. And he has, like, his board. Yeah, he has his board with the red strings. Red strings. Yeah. It's got to be red strings. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Oh, uh, T Money Mac. With three NXT wrestlers who should be featured more on their show, and how is the 205 Live reboot doing, in your opinion? Let's answer the second part first. It's doing great. Sticks in the ratings. I love it. Um, as far as three NXT wrestlers who don't get the shine they should, Cassius Ono. Yes. Abby Lath has been missing from NXT, and she's been signed there for like a while now. Yeah, I yeah, think she yeah. was brought in with Ruby Riot, I think. Sounds, from, sounds like she needs to be, might be the case. on more. I don't know why they wouldn't do more with her. She was like a pretty decent name on the independent yeah. circuit. Kimberly, yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. Who um, else? She also asked, what independent star would you like to be, would you like to see be signed by WWE? Oh, United? Keith Lee. Yeah. Bring him in. Yeah. Keith Lee is awesome. Uh, in a heck of a match against Walter, we saw him at Ebola. It's kind of interesting how the whole Mark Andrews 205 Live thing kind of flew under the radar. Because I was like, I was a big proponent for that for a while. And then it just happened. And I was like, okay, that happened. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm really happy with that. I hope his match is going to be like a real high fly. Who's he fighting? Uh, Drew. Drew? Oh, that's going to be good. Clash of Styles is yep. always good. Mark Andrews is probably going to lose. Uh, Crap, I just lost him. Oh, here we go. I lost him. Oh, excuse me. I said I'm super tired, man. Oh, man, great. Charlie Mercury. Charlie Mercury. If there was one WWE misbooked moment that you could change, what would it be? Austin turning heel and aligning with Vince McMahon. I thought that was the most tone-deaf, ridiculous thing they could have done. Even though it led to a bunch of great comedy bits from Austin... Nobody wanted it. 
Nobody liked it. Nobody wanted to cheer for it or boo him or anything like that. Yes. Didn't want it. So uh, Keith Lee, an updated previous story, uh, he has kind of responded to uh, Melser's report. Yeah. He's posted a picture here from outside a Lego store. There's a dragon breathing fire on a knight. His tweet says, In today's play, the dragon be playing the role of, quote, the rumor mill. I will be playing the role of the knight. So he's just acknowledging that a lot of people are talking about it. And it's weighing him down. In a fiery manner. I don't know. How do you... What, the rumor no, mill is... Much, yeah, 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 right? The rumor mill is, is blasting fire on him. Right, yeah. And he's trying to fort off that fire. Right, exactly. And get about... Get it go on with his daily business. Yeah, he's not talking about if it's truth or true or false. He's yeah. saying... Getting a lot of heat from internet. What would be your moment that you'd want to rebook? What's a moment that you think wasn't done well? Probably like some sort of Daniel Bryan thing. <laughs> One of the Daniel Bryan moments they did wrong. Um, that... What you said, also, Sasha should have won at Hell in a Cell. Oh, yeah, that's true. Ooh, oh, what a great question. Connor Griffiths, with PWG doing a show at the Globe Theater on March 23rd, thanks to a PayPal error. Yeah. Do you think it would be better for them to run permanently in a bigger venue, or should it remain at the American Legion Post? Have Battle of L.A. at a bigger venue. How at the Hollywood Palladium. That's quite a bit larger, but it's a great place. But all the other shows, yeah, have them at American Legion Hall. Yeah, all the other shows, but Bola, have that at the bigger venue. Yeah. You know, it's their mania. Yeah. Oh, you see, also, um, they rescheduled Bola. It's not going to be the same weekend as oh. All In now. Oh, when's the, is it the weekend after? I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. I forget, but I think that was either in the newsletter or something. Yeah, they rescheduled hmm. Bola. Makes sense, because we're like, how are they going to do both? Yeah, I know. They're all, they all wrestle at those shows. I know. Uh... Uh, oh, what a great question. Oh, from Sam Brunks. Sam Brunker. I get a snow day tomorrow because it's so bad they have to close the office. Number one, congratulations. Mm-hmm. And she asks, which wrestler would you want to spend a snow day with and why? Oh, Braun. Um, I'd want somebody who's a good storyteller. Give me like a, I, w- I would like a Bob Rude maybe. I was thinking of someone. Probably has a lot of good gestures. Somebody to go out and play in the snow with. What are you, 10 years old? Man, snowball fights are a lot of fun. That's weird. I don't know. I, I, I feel like you say that, but then if you were to go out there, especially you, you'd be like, hey, it's cold down here. I want to go take a nap. Oh, yeah. Still, Cal and Sensor saying that it's yes. all those postponed. The okay. dates haven't been announced yet, though. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I will mention this. Uh, Broken Rollins said, hi, Steve. I don't know if you saw my sign at SmackDown Live, but it said Larson Too Sweet Steve. We found the man responsible for the sign. What's his name? Los at Broken Rollins. Broken Rollins. Appreciate the sign. Not going to too sweet. Come come on, he put up a sign. He made. I appreciate that. He took time to make a sign. The least you could do is too sweet. All you got to do is put your little fingers here. I know how to do it. Some right here. I know how to do it. Right here. I don't have a problem putting up the hand gesture. I'm not going to touch it with someone else's too sweet. Get that out of my face. Too sweet me. No. Thank you for the sign. That was great. Yeah, it was awesome. Sorry, some of us don't appreciate it. No, I appreciate the gesture. The sign. <clears throat> any chance of uh, Jova uh, asks, any chance of a throwback episode of Stephen Larson Books Raw to show some of the legends? Should we do like a, like a 1998 Stephen Larson that. Books Raw? That's a that. fun, fun idea. 
Let's go back further. Go back to 1992 before Raw even existed. This is a, a proto-Raw. Oh, that'd be good. With Hogan? Hogan was around. Uh, I don't know if he's around 93, but yeah, something like that. Mr. 38 asks, should WWE allow Pete Dunne to wrestle in New Japan since they aren't really using him? No, of course not. Well, I mean, yeah, I think they, they should because it'd be great to use some awesome It'd be matches. awesome. It'd be cool. But no, it's not going to carry that title into New Japan. Not going to happen. New Japan wouldn't do that in the first place. Well, maybe they would. They want a relationship. They would be more open to it than WWE would. Oh, wow. I don't know about this. Jonathan Vieira, what's your least favorite WrestleMania stage design? Well, I mean, this, this this isn't necessarily just strictly the stage, but in terms of the design of the entire stadium last year because all those flashing lights were bugging Steve and he was miserable. Oh, my God. that was did you, you, I don't know why I didn't say that immediately. Oh, my God, you're right. Getting flashbacks to that shit. I have PTSD because of this. That's not true. That was terrible. That was so bad. Oh, my God. And they just wouldn't stop strobing. Yeah. And they were so bright. Oh, God. My head, my poor head. You have some sort of light sensitivity and you, be, and you get checked out? I'm from the Mirror Universe, dude. What, is that a thing for Mirror Universe people that got light sensitivity? Yeah. Where's your evil goatee then? Oh, It's right here. <laughs> it's trying. Oh, man. Uh, finally, we'll take this one. Oh, this is good. I like that. There's two more questions here that I like. Uh, from Stefan Corny. Who should Rousey's first match slash feud be with after Mania? He thinks it should be with Alexa Bliss. I think they're going to run her and Stephanie for a while. Could be. I think they're going to do that. I feel that. like Stephanie is going to start, is going to bring in people to. I think so, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, and then I like this one here Andrew Hodge. What a heel fed up group consisting of Ty Dillinger, Mike Kanellis, and Zack Ryder work. I don't know. Bitter's never a good look. <laughs> Exactly right. Bitter's a terrible look. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah. I like Mike Kanellis' uh, Twitter. Uh, he's got a positive attitude on Twitter. He's jacked now. He mm-hmm. looks amazing. Mm-hmm. He's got a beautiful family now. Mm-hmm. I wish him nothing but good stuff. Yeah. Who else did he say? Zack Ryder and whatever. He's at Disneyland all the time. And Ty. I feel like Zack Ryder's Twitter feed is always Disneyland. Or Disney World. And then who? Ty Dillinger. All right. We'll see everybody later. Bye. Who? Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that. And find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.